Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you'll need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. What's up, you guys? Sean Rossap. Welcome to Fightful. It is November 20th. 2023 your wwe post raw review for november 20th uh we are heading towards thanksgiving we are headed towards uh, wdb survivor series i've got wrestlecade this weekend i am living in a post joe burrow world and i'm all wrestling from here on out uh we got denise salcedo here denise how you doing Damn, Sean, talk about some karma. You were all feeling good, making fun of me the day that Aaron Rodgers got hurt. You should tell Joe Burrow, tell him to go ask Aaron Rodgers where he does his little research at and where he could get some little information so that he can heal faster. I'm good. I'm I'm all set. I don't know if I want any of the Aaron Rodgers science for my quarterback. Hey, man, then you don't really want to win. Then you don't really want to win. Go do the thing. Got to do whatever it takes. Y'all have had the MILF hunter as your quarterback for like seven weeks. Bro, I don't we're going to have freaking Tim Boyle. <laughs> I don't even know who Tim Boyle is. Well, you probably it's don't know who Jake good. Browning is either, but I'll be there Sunday. Listen to this, Denise. <sighs> Months ago, I was, I was looking at the schedule and I was like, you know what? Doja Cat, uh, it's going to match up twice where I can maybe go see her. Charlotte, this Sunday, she's going to be there. I fly into Charlotte Friday. Oh, I thought you were talking about Charlotte Flair being at the concert. No, 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 no. I fly into Charlotte Friday. I have a hotel booked in North Carolina for three days. But then a couple months ago, I was like, damn it, you know what? Bengals, Steelers. I got to be there for that game. Planned my flight back to Cincinnati Saturday night after WrestleCade. Go into the Bengals game. Joe Burrow gets hurt. He's going to miss the game. Hate to see it. Hate so what are you doing? Anyway, What's your plan now? I'm going, I'm going to Cincy. I'm going to watch the damn game. I'm going to support the team. I got season tickets. So you know what? Doja Cat isn't just going to stop touring. So anyway, guys, leave a thumbs up on this video. 
this uh, wrestling show review that we are doing right now. Uh, please leave a thumbs up. Get your super chats. Get your humper chats in. That's how you get your question or statement read on the air here on YouTube.com slash Fightful, where we do show reviews. We do interviews. Lots of news over there. Uh, but also humperchats.com. That is our Streamlabs platform. Maybe it's like 4 p.m. You're at work. You want to leave a question for the review. You're not going to listen to it the next day. Humperchats.com gets you there. That's what Call Me Crazy did. She said, man, Raw was 10 out of 10 tonight. Great split of men and women's matches. All the matches were amazing. Promos and backstage segments were amazing too. Uh, Denise, I got to agree. This was one of the best Raws I've seen of the year, in my opinion, as far as newsworthiness. Um, some stuff like we knew was going to happen, but then adding some stuff with stakes, some good matches in the ring, some things that entertained me. I thought this was an incredible go-home show for Raw. Oh, I absolutely hated the show. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, I'm, for real, I'm not. I, was, I wouldn't be surprised. <laughs> no, I was going to come on here and actually say the exact same thing that you just said, that this was probably the best Raw in a good period of time because I thought they did a successful job at getting us excited for Survivor Series. I cared about everything that was on the show today, including things that I didn't care about before. And that was actually pretty surprising. There were several things on this card, including a couple of matches, that surprised me in terms of of what we actually got out of it. I honestly thought this was a good show. SAS says, I wish for Survivor Series we got a triple threat match between SmackDown, Raw, and NXT with the winner getting to sign Jade to their brand. I'm not sure they even know what they're going to do. But, I mean, I don't hate the idea that she's like, I'm getting paid the same way, so I don't care which brand I go to type of thing. That could be very entertaining. Where do you think Jade eventually lands? Because they have definitely stepped off the gas pedal as it pertains to her appearances of late. Right. They did do like a ton of teases where I think each and every time she appeared somewhere, I thought, oh, this is exactly where she's going to be. Then she appeared on another show and I'm going, oh, yeah, this is exactly where she's going to be. I'm truly at the point now where I, I you, you know what? I wonder, because like you said, they've kind of slowed things down with Jade Cargill's appearance. If that just means we're actually getting closer to Jade Cargill actually making an appearance, like her official, official debut, or at least them announcing where she's going to be at. But I almost would like it if she did something where we were seeing her on the main roster, but then perhaps... Per also on NXT because I feel like I liked the tease that we got, of course, with her and Becky Lynch. That was the big one. And I feel like based on her just being there during Becky's and Lyra's match on NXT, I would really like it if she went to Raw just to feud with Becky and kind of go from there. But I would also like her to make a couple of NXT appearances. I feel like they should have some fun with Jade Cargill in the way that they present her. And we have been seeing a little bit of that. But now I feel because we haven't seen her that it may be getting closer. Or who knows? We, it might be quite the opposite and we might be getting further. Uh, speaking of Lyra, shout out to Corey Brennan who uh, reported in our Raw plans tonight on Fightful Select that Lyra would be here at the show. Uh, Josh Mansfield says, Bengals suck. Go Browns, but please beat Pittsburgh. Uh, I am unironically rooting for the Browns to win the division. I want utter chaos if the Bengals aren't going to be there. But we got a little bit of chaos. We got Nia Jax against Raquel Rodriguez. Nia wins. The ending, I don't know if it was by design or what. It was a little clunky, but I think it was kind of supposed to be. Uh, Raquel is not afraid to just... <laughs> beat the living shit out of Naya, which I kind of appreciate. Uh, I kind of like that she goes, 
you know what? I'm going to give her one before she gives me one. Now, here's my issue, Denise. Raquel did all of this, showing her back to us for two years, and then her back gives out? Damn, well, it gets hard, man. What can He's I say? He's a phony. Okay. She, she talked all that trash. Look, here's my thoughts during this match. Anytime that Raquel would try to pick up Nia Jax or anytime she would try to show her power by doing anything that involved lifting Nia Jax, the entire time I kept thinking, just no, please don't do it, Raquel. Please don't go for it another time because it was painful to watch, which in turn was kind of like the purpose of the match. They wanted to, yes. I, I guess, show that Raquel couldn't necessarily get pick up Nia Jax but the whole time I was just thinking Raquel please don't go for it again please don't go for it again because it was painful to watch her try and uh you know do the things that she was trying to do to Nia Jax but I will say this after the match I was kind of thinking like man I hate that Nia Jax defeated Ra defeated Raquel like to me there's no point in having Nia Jax win and blah 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 right that's what I was thinking but then afterwards there were a couple of people on Twitter that kind of got my hopes up and so there were some people saying that they would like it if the reason behind building Nia Jax up is because possibly the person we were just talking about right now Jade Cargill could be the person to kind of end up doing what, for example, Raquel couldn't do, right? I don't know, but I would really like it if they did something like that. Like now that I got a couple of people saying that, they kind of got it in my head and I liked the idea of Jade Cargill being the one to kind of ruin this dominance that Nia Jax is on. Because other than that, I'm sorry, I would much rather see Raquel grow into becoming a bigger star than kind of seeing what we were getting right now with Nia Jax. So if there's a reason for this, I'm cool with it. If it's just to continue, if it's just to get Nia Jax over, then I'm not cool with it that, that much because I would prefer to see Raquel kind of start to flourish more so on the roster. Uh, yeah. So the, the finish, what did you think about the, the finish there? Uh, we, we saw like a power bomb tease dropping on the top rope tease, all that stuff. And then Nia ended up winning effectively with the bonsai drop. I didn't think anything cause I was in pain the entire time watching it. I was in pain because I felt like Raquel and, and, and they did a great job of making Nia Jackson do like this massive person that like she just couldn't overcome like Raquel could not overcome with could not overcome her and so for that reason I felt pain for Raquel watching her knees go out and all of that that's what I was feeling while I was watching this match and again I wanted it to be for a reason and if that reason is Jade Cargill I'm on board if not then I could care less I thought that, that was a pretty good, it was a much better match than I'd expected, by the way. KE775 says, after war games, do you think it's Becky versus Nia? Or do you think Nia goes after Rhea and Becky and gets another wrestler lower on the card, maybe an NXT call up? It wouldn't surprise me to see Rhea get like a, a random opponent, but I don't know how a Rhea Nia match plays out. However, I do think that Becky with the history with Nia makes an awful lot of sense there to bridge that gap to the Royal Rumble. With I the wouldn't mind a Rhea Nia Jax match, but it would have to be with Rhea really coming out and having this very just dominant showcase in that. Like if she was the one that could 
basically lay down Naya and make her look like it was no big deal, the size difference, then that would be pretty cool. Pavement cut your hair as a question for Denise is what was Christian's full gear entrance like live? Oh my God, it was hilarious because he comes, they have the little kids, right? And I'm watching and then all of a sudden it clicked on me and I was like, bro, this guy has kids out there doing his entrance and it was just really freaking funny. And uh, I was going to make a joke about him running afterwards, but I decided not to put that joke on Twitter because I knew some people would take it far too seriously. But I was going to make a joke about how like, there goes Christian running away like every father. It was a good joke, but... <laughs> And you not well, everybody would laugh at that. God damn. <laughs> Will Chisholm says, I think Jade might show up at the Rumble. Yeah, it would make sense. Uh, we got Becky showing up on SmackDown this past week. Fightful Select reported last Friday. Uh, Corey Brennan actually said that uh, she would be revealed as the fifth member or the fourth member of War Games. That played out here after this match with Zia Lee. I loved the match with Zia Lee. This match should have probably happened next Monday on Raw. Instead of the night before, Zia Lee's about to compete for the NXT title. Unless Zia Lee happens to win the NXT title tomorrow and just stays on NXT. Because I'm like, why Why beat her the night before? What? Uh, uh, stop yeah. right there, Sean. Stop right there. Please do not utter the words, Zia Lee defeating Lyra Valkyra for the NXT championship. I would be so freaking pissed because Becky Lynch did not go and give this girl the ultimate rub ever so that all of a sudden she could drop the bout to suit just anybody. I'm right? with you. I, right? oh, I'm yeah. with you. I don't think but it's I happening. And, I actually yeah. have a pro for why they did this match and why this worked because you know that I have not been liking the Zia Lee, Becky Lynch stuff that they've been doing on Raw. I've actually been liking what they've been doing with Zia Lee and Lyra on NXT far better, but the reason why I actually liked that they did this match was because the crowd actually cared about it. It wasn't bad at all. I found myself enjoying it. And this was uh, coming from a person that did not like the Becky Lynch, Zia Lee story. I liked this match. So even though she lost, I care a little bit more about this match with her and Lyra than I did beforehand. And keep in mind, I did enjoy what they were doing with Z with uh, Zia Lee and uh, Lyra on NXT. So for that reason, just, that's why I'm not know. against it. I just don't know why you beat her the night before. Like she could do this Monday and it would do the same thing. Mm, but I, I mean, then, that, but then I maybe the match. I, I, the match was great. I just don't think that it made sense to do this then unless they're going to play that into tomorrow where Zaya is still banged up, which, you know, very well could happen. But this was by far Zaya Lee's best match that she, match that she's ever had in her entire life. This was good. I didn't Becky know she Lynch, was capable of a match like this. I don't think anybody did. Becky Lynch is so good. So good. She is making the next generation of talent look even better than what they are. And it is a contract year for Becky Lynch. Becky Lynch is about to set the stage for a whole lot of people. And she is showing people not, not only do you need me, the next generation of wrestlers need me as well. This was so good. The crowd was so hot for it. The superplex spot really got people as well. Then Becky wins with the manhandle slam. Zaya looked like she belonged here in a way that I have not seen out of her before and if she can do this with other experienced talent even talent that might not be as good as becky lynch well then she'll probably hang around for a while but 
not everybody's Becky Lynch. Do you think that Zaya can make this consistent? Honestly, because it was Becky Lynch, it's hard for me to give you an answer. She would have to be in there with somebody a lot less experienced than Becky Lynch because I recall the last couple of matches that I actually saw Zaya Lee in, which was, God, maybe like, oof, a year ago. I remember thinking like, what is she doing on the main roster? Like she's not, she did, she didn't show, show that she was good. like on the matches that I saw of her. And so for that reason, I was so shocked by today's performance because I, there was no prior match that I had seen of Zaya's that I recall tell me, Hey, she's great in the ring. There was nothing that I could really say, Oh, I know because I know she's good based off of this match. I hadn't, I don't recall a match like that for her. And so for that reason, this was the first match that I can actually say, wow, you know what? This wasn't bad. But then again, she was in there with Becky Lynch. If she's in there with somebody that's not Becky Lynch, then I think I'll be able to formulate a better opinion. And I think that's going to happen on Tuesday. Being in there with Lyra Valkyria. Lyra's very, very talented. Of course, she's not Becky Lynch. So I'm curious to see what that match is going to look like. And depending on that one goes, two good matches back to back. Man, I might be changing a tune here. Bagarov says, Fightful Select was the best $5 I've ever spent. I'll take the victory lap later. I had a lot of people that were like, Randy Orton was so predictable. Listen, because we recorded it. Because we recorded it. But we don't post spoilers on Twitter, unlike some people. So you got to go behind the paywall to get that. Call me, says Zaya picked up uh, after the arm bar. Crowd really fired up for it, too. Just amazing stuff. Wish that match would have got a DQ with her having a title match tomorrow. No match had a DQ or screwy finish tomorrow or tonight now that I think about it. Yeah, that was an interesting uh, element of this. Was there were, there were clean finishes, which I like. But if one match probably would have needed that, I think all of the SmackDown women running in on this would have made sense and could have could have prevented that. But also, I'm not going to complain about a clean finish. I just, as things stand now, I think they could have put it a different day. Orion Ben says, Becky Lynch, Booker of the Year 2023. Hey, our, our Fightful Select uh, Award nominations will be happening in December. And last year, they were staff nominated. This year, we're going to take a lot of insight from our readers to nominate as well. And of course, you guys are going to be voting uh, also. Becky Lynch uh, beat Desiah Lee, as we mentioned. KE775 says that was Zaya's best match. Hopefully, her momentum continues. And uh, Will Chisholm says, the reports of Triple H booking Asian and Latino talent better. I'm happy he's doing that. Women's matches all got time. Keep it up. Well, then we got gang wars after that. And Kim Gray says, my son has fallen in love with Shotzi. She stopped to talk to him before the Tupelo event saturday she was so nice she's really nice i've interviewed her uh, a couple of times she helped me out with my royal rumble feature a couple of years ago uh she's great very talented as well like her show that she does with scarlet she can sing a whole lot of stuff big smoke says x says dc after wg is eo oscar Kyrie, dakota is this confirmed uh, I don't know who's going to be in damage control after War Games is done. Uh, I think that's that's the way that they want it. I think that right now, Dakota kind of leading that charge is pretty interesting because Bailey splintering off onto her own is something that kind of seems inevitable, Denise. It does, especially 
Well, inevitable in the sense that <laughs> they are pushing her out and she's clearly not liked by the rest of the team members as of what we've seen so far. <laughs> Poor Bailey. And, I feel and, bad for her. And uh, we've got uh, Big Smoke saying, example, Joshi's using Dakota as their patsy. They turn on Bailey. Then when Dakota is no longer needed, she gets booted to get all three at odds for Dakota, EO, Bailey at Mania. So, I mean... Dakota has been speaking for a lot of the Japanese girls, which I think is very, very interesting. Um, go ahead. I can't decide actually if Dakota Kai cares about Bailey, if she's genuinely trying to keep the peace, or if she's in on everything that yeah. Asuka, EO, and Kyrie are all about like i can't i haven't decided her role in this dakota because dakota knew that Kyrie was coming back and bailey didn't which i thought was very interesting sas says with this being the second year in a row that it's team bianca versus damage control surely damage control should win right i'd love to see bailey going for the match uh or the match winning pin and Kyrie pulling her away so eo can get the pin i think there are a lot of directions this can go and they're most interesting for damage control. They are the stars of SmackDown right now. They are the glue. They are the one that everybody has their eyes on. Bianca has had her great, incredible run for right now. So whenever it is that she gets over big time again, and she will, something will happen and she'll get white hot again. There she is. Whether or not Charlotte gets over big again, you know they're going to put the title back on her. Becky is just effectively waiting for WrestleMania. And Shotzi, this is a big opportunity for her. This is a major opportunity for her. So uh, I, I think that this is a vehicle to further the damage control story. Uh, hey, uh, Denise, what color is Shotzi's hair? Black and green. Athletic greens. Hey, guys, have you ever wondered what happened to the legendary Chuck Norris? I saw a video he made and I was shocked. He is in his 80s. Still kicking butt, working out, staying active. He looks like he's got more energy, can work out longer, even has plenty of that energy left over for his grandkids. And he did this by making one change. He said that he still feels like he's in his 50s. His wife even started doing this thing too. She's never felt better. She says she feels 10 years younger. Her body looks leaner, has energy all day. And Chuck's made a 20-minute video explaining step-by-step -step how anyone can do this same thing to see incredible changes in their health. Staying active is important. Moving around keeps you feeling good. Making sure that you take care of your gut health, your digestion, just overall, is also very important. Right now, you can go to mymorningkick.com slash Fightful. Watch Chuck's video right now. That's mymorningkick.com slash Fightful. Check out what Chuck Norris has to say. What's got him feeling so good these days? He explains everything, and you won't believe how simple it is. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today, or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. dot com slash fightful man this is my go-to supplement 
my go-to multivitamin, but it's so much more than a multivitamin. By the way, you want to be drinking your multivitamin. It absorbs a lot better. I take one scoop of AG1 from athleticgreens.com slash Fightful, put it in my eight ounces of water, drink it down, and I'm good to go. I got a multivitamin that covers so much, minerals, probiotics. That's why you never see me getting sick. You got your adaptogens, antioxidants. You've got a digestive enzyme. They all work together for a stronger foundation for your health. Free one-year supply of vitamin D3 and K2 plus five free travel packs when you use athleticgreens.com slash Fightful. By the way, it also helps recovery. So if you've had a tough workout, this athleticgreens.com slash Fightful AG1 product is really going to help you out. They've got doctors. They've got endurance athletes, people with PAG. D's, the professor of genetics at Harvard Medical School, David Sinclair, putting this thing over. Athleticgreens.com slash Fightful. That immunity support, that digestive support, that multivitamin, all at athleticgreens.com slash Fightful. Now what? Where are you, Sean? Why am I here alone? (laughs) My tab crashed. I was like, is this a bit that I didn't know of? What am I supposed to say? Nope. My tab crashed, so I use my uh, this this. I've got two studios up here in my loft. The one that oh shoot, Sean, we lost you. I can I can. I'm you don't have me right now. You're actually you're a little spotty, but you just came back. But your internet's kind of going in and out. Just a heads my up. My God, but you're okay yeah. right now. You're okay. So my loft up here, I've got a studio that is right here and right here. The one. Like I'm, I'm touching the other studio right now. That's how close they are. So I use my old PC for this studio and, uh, yeah, it had some issues and the tab crashed and wonderful. So I'll have to, I'll have to work on that. Make sure that doesn't happen again. Uh, we got Jay Miller saying every woman on the raw roster was used tonight. Hopefully this is the start of the tag division getting pushed for the tag title matches. Uh, you know what? I'm going to, well, actually, Jay Miller, uh, you know what? Uh, Trish Stratus was not on this show tonight, so not every woman on the Raw roster was used. <laughs> That's how uh, people respond to every one of my tweets. RS says, do you think the end game for Bailey is a return to Hugger Bailey? Hugger Bailey beating EO at Mania from the, with the help from Sasha as the makings of a KO Sammy tag title win with tons of emotion. I haven't heard of Sasha going back there. What do you think about the return of a hugger Bailey? Of course, nostalgia always works. I was a big fan of hugger Bailey as a lot of us are, were whatever, but I actually feel like she's just too creative and smart to have to go back to something that she's already done. I feel that we can see maybe an enhanced version of hugger Bailey but not like copy and paste the exact same thing as before. I feel like it would be taking a couple steps back because she's done so well and she's such a great heel. And we know obviously right now we're feeling sympathy for her right now that she's on the verge of getting kicked off of damage control. So we know she's going babyface at some point, but I don't know. I would like to see something different from Bailey, not exactly the exact same thing as before. Guys, get your super chats. Get your humper chats in. KE775 says something I agree with. Says, I wish we had a traditional Survivor Series match between SmackDown and Raw, like bragging rights, uh, with winners getting an opportunity at a title match. Yes. Even, Even if it's not the most important thing, one of my favorite things about Survivor Series is Survivor Series. Like, it... 
I loved the wild card match in 1995. I loved 2001 invasion that that era of things. 2003 Austin or it was Austin versus Bischoff. 2004 where uh, the the winner of each team that uh, the winners team got to run raw for a week. Uh, there was 2014, I believe it was the Authority. It was just I miss a good old Survivor Series elimination match with stakes um and you don't just miss when we all wore our t-shirts and whoever won was just like yay us yes I, and I, I don't like the bragging rights thing but hey maybe everybody in that match getting a title shot of some sort would be great uh heel hammer says as a niner fan in my opinion Bengals are better than jets well the Bengals are better than the jets even with a backup qb yeah but you know what the jets have an incredible defense so suck it sean yeah, well, it must be it must be great. I'm glad that y'all have an incredible. Hey, man, you're the ones else. that's you're the one trying to get girl. You're the one that's like, I got my season tickets, and now I don't like football. Wah, wah. I mean, I got I got my enjoyment out of my season tickets. They're great. Yeah, I already, made my, money. I already made my money back selling tickets <laughs> to, to the later part of the season too. So I'm good. Brandon Charles Powell says athletic black and green. Let's go. Bizarro says Sean hope it's a good game. Still supporting the Steelers. Dear God, we need to fire Matt Canada. Denise, why does your Roddy cosplay look like Sean in the hospital? Felt mid road. Oh. The air feels. It does dead. look like Sean. It does. Uh, any war games feels PG next to swerves. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, nothing's going to seem violent compared to what swerve did. It's funny because when I interviewed Swerve last week, he was partially in character, and I was like, oh, man, really? Then I saw the match, and I said, okay, that's why he wasn't going to be like, yeah, I approve those lines. He, he, he. Okay, next time we'll talk about that. Rock hard, Joel Woods. wild beat in there for that match, by the way. Like, I would insane. Say. Uh, it was very awesome. And Hangman, oh, my God, that blood spot, bro. You know me. I love me some violence. I love me the death yeah. match type of stuff. But even I had to turn around, and I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> Rock hard, Joel Woods says, do you think Sasha goes back to WWE? Give me a percentage, Sean. Um, eventually. I think it's an 80% chance she goes back to WWE. I think she romanticizes her own career and legacy uh, in that way. And she's, I mean, she's main evented WrestleMania. There's not a lot she hasn't done, but I think she could again. I think you, I think I guarantee if she comes back and she says, I want to do horsewomen main event WrestleMania, I think it happens eventually. Sean, I have a question. Why do you think, because you said 80% of Mercedes, 80% chance of you thinking she might go back to WWE. Why did your... At some point. At some point. Yeah. Not, not okay. imminently. Oh, at some point? You, not immediately after her, uh, no. her, she recovers from her injury? Okay. Well, Sean, we lost you again, and I'm here, and I'm not the host of the show, but Sean will probably be back in just a second. In the meantime, in the comments... Let us know where you think Mercedes Monet is going to end up. I I feel like immediately coming back after injury, I really want to see her. I don't know what I want to see her do. I think it really depends. Hey, Sean, I was trying to stall for time and thinking of what to say. I appreciate it. Um, <laughs> I appreciate it. Yeah, uh, I think that she will. Uh, I think that she'll go to AEW immediately. And then okay, eventually, that's what I was wondering. 
way down the line, she will return to WWE because she's got a lot of history there. And she's, yeah, I think she romanticizes her history. I don't want to speak for her or anything, but yeah. Uh, yeah. Guys, get your super chats, get your humper chats in. Zoe Stark, Rhea Ripley segment in the Judgment Day locker room. Pavement Cut Your Hair says, what's Zoe like in person? Uh, incredibly friendly. She's wonderful. She's uh, What I like is when you do an interview with her, you never have to expect it to be in character, ever. She's going to be honest with you. She's going to be forthright. In fact, Jeremy Lambert has an interview with her coming to Fightful uh, on Tuesday. It's up early access for Fightful Select members, uh, Tier 2 members, uh, that is, but... Denise, we we talked about this probably a dozen times here. She's great at media. And if you don't want to wait for Jeremy's interview, you can just watch mine for free. Up. Oh wow, we lost Denise. Look at that. We lost Denise. That is wild. How that? Sean, you're choppy. You're Did so you want me muted? Look at that. That is so insane. The way that this just falls out, Denise. Oh, we're so glad to have you back. Wow, it's crazy. My Are you done? Affecting you too. Uh, Zach says, chances Rhea main events back-to-back pay-per-views. Elimination Chamber and Mania Night 1, or is it too early to tell? Crowd was amazing tonight. Denise, I think there is a very, very good chance that Rhea Ripley main events Elimination Chamber in Perth, Australia, and then Night 1 of WrestleMania back-to-back. I, I Honestly, if if you were to tell, ask me to put a percentage on that, I'd say a good 75% chance that happens. Man, I'm tired of putting percentages on things. Can I just say I'm done with percentages? <laughs> like, what do Joel, we do Joel here? Wood loves the percentages. Like, can we just stick to yes, no, and maybe, and undecided? Mm, I don't know about That's that. what I'm going to do. I'm not doing percentages anymore. I'm giving clear-cut answers. Either way, uh, Zoe and Shayna were backstage hanging out in Judgment Day's locker room. Got a little face-to-face there. We also got Johnny Gargano defeating Ludwig Kaiser. This match was another humper. This was really, really good. Jesus Christ. This is what I've been saying, man. Let Johnny get over in the ring. And that's what happened here. But Ludwig Kaiser hit a move that if he's done it before, I haven't noticed it as much. It was a tilt-a-whirl reverse side slam on his on Johnny Gargano's face. Perfect move. What an incredible move. And Giovanni Vinci ends up costing him the match accidentally. I, this is exactly the kind of match I need to see on Raw. It was funny because for me, it was the layer, the the running uppercut that he did. Oh, I freaking marked for that one. It just looked extra nice. I like when things look extra nice. But this was a good match. I was surprised to see Johnny Gargano get a win here. Uh, surprised in a good way, though, because I think this, God, this felt like a long time coming at this point. And uh, I think that, Here's the thing, like what they've been doing a lot with both Johnny Gargano, specifically Johnny Gargano, is I feel like a lot of the matches haven't gone too long. It feels like they've never really gotten a chance to hit a peak on the Raw. And this one actually did. Like this one had a nice amount of time. It showed that they can both go like we all know. And there was a satisfying ending. It's kind of weird because those are all simple things. But I don't really feel like we've gotten those simple things for Johnny Gargano. So this one, even though it was relatively simple, it was very enjoyable. And I was happy to see uh, Johnny get a W here. Ludwig Kaiser gets scolded backstage by Gunther, who then went out and had an absolutely fire segment. You know, there, I was not looking forward to Miz versus Gunther. I, I look forward to Gunther versus anybody. But admittedly, I kind of would have rather somebody else. 
And then this promo happened, and I was like, God damn it, they got me. And especially Gunther got me. What an unbelievable promo. Miz, you know, poured his heart out and he said, you know, I looked I looked up to Macho Man Randy Savage and Mr. Perfect Kurt Hennig and Ravishing Rick Rude and all this stuff. And I believe that, but ooh boy, did it set the table for Gunther, who said, you know what? This is a bit passe, but you're like all these people. You're a weirdo. And you grew up idolizing all the people that you mentioned because you were a weirdo and you got picked on in high school and you said, I'm going to be a wrestler. And then you did become a wrestler after high school and you met all those people you idolized. And then they bullied you too, because you're a weirdo and you don't belong in wrestling. Holy. That's my champion right there. Yeah. We see so many people either whether they swing and miss on these burns or sometimes they hit a home run on these burns. We don't see him do that a lot because he doesn't need to do the, oh, no, he didn't. He doesn't need to do that very much. But here, this feud needed it really, really badly. And then he said, you know what? You've never been able to do anything about bullies in the past. I'm just going to keep bullying you. I'm going to keep doing it. So he kept pushing Miz. And then Miz kicks him in the nuts. And God damn it, man, Miz did a great job too. Because four years we have had to listen to the stupid ass tiny balls stuff. And then he turns it around and does the big balls <laughs> hand gesture, which I love that he did that because he can turn that into a baby face thing now. And he's a Cleveland guy, and that's a thing from uh, Major League, the movie, which I'm sure you haven't watched. But holy crap, I loved every single thing about this. This kicked ass so much, Denise. I mean, Miz is not going to win, but they, they made me care. Right. I Okay. Remember when I was uh, talking about God, I don't remember what the hell I was saying, but I was so irritated that we were technically going to get the Miz and Gunther. Like, like you said, Gunther yeah. versus anybody is great, right? Because we know they're going to take chops. It's going to be fun. Like he doesn't have boring matches, but the Miz, well, I wasn't really so sure that I actually cared. And I was kind of thinking, let's fast forward and get to the Ludwig Kaiser thing because you know that's what I'm waiting for. Like I'm, I'm, I'm anticipating this. I cannot wait for this volcano to erupt between them. And so for for this whole promo, they definitely leveled up my excitement like you said and his line about the bullying thing was my favorite thing because here's the thing that uh also was something that the Miz mentioned and he sort of set up Gunther and this is what I liked was when he told him that he is basically just like a robot and he doesn't really offer much and we don't ever get to really know anything about him and he was kind of saying how his personality was going to fail and I was thinking like okay I get Miz's point per se but that's not gonna happen to Gunther but then like we haven't really heard Gunther like this on the mic we haven't really heard him do any like you don't think promos is not the first thing you think of when you think of him and so when he came at him with that line all of a sudden I'm thinking damn why was I for like a split second kind of doubting that Gunther was gonna have anything good to give off in this promo like I thought Miz was just gonna wipe him uh in terms of the promo work and so 
when he hit them with the bully line, I thought that was freaking brilliant because we've all heard the stories of true real life stories of the Miz getting bullied. So <laughs> I also thought it was hilarious because because uh, Gunther was like, maybe you need to be bullied more. And he's like, <laughs> Yeah. Freaking shoving his finger down his chest and the Miz isn't doing anything. That was the best, man. That was some good storytelling in terms of going back to something that is true and real for the Miz and also just getting us excited. Chance, Denise, when's the last time we heard USA chance? I know. And I like how I like how Gunther was like, you guys shouting three little letters at me. Is it going to do anything? And I was like, yeah, he's right. It ain't going to do anything. Yes. Yeah, it wasn't. <laughs> I'm not a USA uh, chant kind of person. <laughs> Uh, Will Chisholm says, Gunther's promo was just an ether verse. Oh, yeah, it certainly was. And Mr. Acosta says, I pledge allegiance to the Gunther, that promo. <laughs> Unbelievable promo. Unbelievable promo. Big Hero Chris says, Bully works. <laughs> hey, if you've got questions about CM Punk, get that super chat, get that Humber chat in. Uh, Call Me Crazy says, Miz actually made good points about needing a personality to be a great wrestler especially bringing up the old veterans. Yeah, because uh, Gunther said last week, he's like, he's Ultimate Warrior wasn't a wrestler. And he's right. Ultimate Warrior was a dog shit wrestler, a terrible wrestler, but a bright, vivid personality. Sports entertainment, bro. There you go. Call Me Crazy says, kind of wish they would do the pay-per-view where the audience online was able to vote on match stipulations and stuff with how much social media has advanced since the last Happy time they did a yeah, uh, I think that would be great, whether it's Twitter polls, etc. I completely agree. I think Taboo Tuesday is something they should bring back, or not. if not Taboo Tuesday, do it on Raw, do it on SmackDown, do something like that. But they are uh, basically doing a, a vote online for the War Games advantage on the, the women's side of things, Denise. Dude, did you ever vote for Taboo Tuesday matches back in the day? I did, yeah. Yeah, me too. I used to wait I until I could use the computer at my house because I wasn't. I could only use the computer when my uncle was at work because he was the one with the computer. So whenever he had days when he had to go to work, I was like, yes, I get to use the computer today. So I used to go yeah. on WWE.com, scroll down and pick my little taboo Tuesday picks. And I remember like I would look forward to it because I, mean, you know, I was younger back then. I would look so forward to seeing whether or not my pick was selected and multiple times it never was so there's that i always picked like the craziest option for taboo tuesday like whatever the craziest option was that was my pick i miss uh, I, I picked uh shelton benjamin and he was my favorite wrestler at the time and i was so excited when he won the intercontinental title and they didn't expect him to get picked either which was pretty cool uh bep jr says saturday is my 33 out of four 34 years watching wwe hell yeah man Rock hard Joel Wood says Joe Burrow was my starting fantasy QB, so I'm in a state of depression. Oh, no, I had Nick Chubb in both of my leagues, and he went out like week two or whatever it was. Do Woof. you bet money on that stuff, Sean, like those fantasy leagues? I'm about to. About to with Bet Online AG. We'll tell you more about that in about a week or two. Oh, Chelsea Green. To do something. I was like, oh, okay. And I just stopped talking. <laughs> no, no. Oh, I'll be doing those segues in a couple of weeks. You best believe it. <laughs> okay. Chelsea, so, go ahead. Never mind. Continue on. I have nothing to add. Thank you. Chelsea Green and Piper Niven are complaining to Adam Pierce. And then everybody in the division wants a title shot. So everybody in the division gets an opportunity at a title shot. 
which Tegan and Natalia win. Ivy and Maxine teamed up, which, hey, good. Candace and Indy are back. Good. Katana and Caden are in there. Wade Barrett says they've been a team for six years. No, they have not even been a team for four years yet. <laughs> but uh, this was fun. We saw Maxine do a dive. We saw her do the worm. Terrible elbow drop that followed up the worm. Not good at all. You had Tegan down there waving her finger like, no, no, don't do it. What do you think about this match? I'm glad that they're giving the tag titles a little shine, but long overdue. I think I loved mostly how they set this up and the backstage segment where they had all of the teams all of a sudden come out. And I thought, oh, I forgot they were a team. Oh, yeah, they're a team. Forgot them. Forgot them. And so this was a reminder, I guess, of who the options are for the women's tag team. And I mainly liked it because I thought Chelsea was funny. And I want to say one thing. When this whole thing started with Chelsea and Piper, it was this thing where we would always talk about Chelsea. Chelsea, Chelsea, Chelsea. She's so funny, right? And she is. But I yeah. will say this, though. She is bringing out so much more personality of, of Piper than I've ever yeah. seen before. And it's in the smallest little ways, like the littlest things. She, her, Piper's personality doesn't come out as strong as Chelsea's, but it is coming out so much more than anything we ever saw before. Uh, her as she's completely erased my memory of Dewdrop. And that makes me yep. very happy because they did not do Dewdrop any sort of justice at all. So this Piper that we're seeing right now is fun and kick-ass at the same time. Thumbs up for this. But oh, yeah, the match itself I, was fun. Maxine, love Maxine. She was my favorite person in all of this and her doing her little celebration afterwards after she did her 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 uh, her, 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 her crossbody off the top. I thought that was great. That was my favorite part of the whole thing was Maxine. SAS says, if my math is correct, 24 women were showcased for today's Raw they have been so good over the last two months of doing this, of showcasing and featured, featuring so many women. Uh, RS says, Caden and Katana are off the charts. Katana Chance, super talented. I think they understand their role as a tag team as well. And I think that is very important because you need honest-to-God tag teams. Tim says, I think the wrong team won for the women's team. It should have been Katana and Caden or Candice Indy. I don't think Candice and Indy are done with Zaya. Why would they be? After the way they got beat. And if you remember, Indy was like, well, we were here to talk to you about something else, but okay. Um, Caden and Katana will get their opportunities. They will be future tag team champions. Call says, Ivy, Ivy and Maxine looked amazing. Seriously want more matches with them. Looks like I'm getting my wish of Tazawa and Otis is a team next week. I wonder if the meeting between GMs is to split the tag belts. Women stole the show tonight. Well, the women did steal show a lot tonight that in the ring they were just delivering as far as maxine and ivy like again the elbow drop not great but maxine's the entertainer ivy is going to be the workhorse of that group and there were a couple times i looked at ivy and i'm like all right how many matches she's been in with like eight people so there, there were, there's going to be spots where you know there takes some getting used to but i think they're going to be a great addition Tazawa and Otis, we're going to talk about them momentarily, but I mean, we, we can now. Men's tag team turmoil next week. I'm sure. Why not build that up? Why not announce that? And it's going to be a good match because they always are. I hope we don't see a bunch of teams losing in like a minute, minute and a half, though, because that kind of buries those teams. Yeah, I hope not either. I'm lo I'll look forward to the tag team turmoil, and I'm, I'm mainly... <laughs> With Tazawa and the backstage segments, my favorite thing. I think it's uh, 
Xavier Woods, who's always saying how nasty Tazawa is. And that's my favorite thing ever. I don't care. It's like the smallest, littlest little thing, but I love it. He says that Ivy said we came to talk about something else. Okay, my bad. Uh, K775 says, do you think Tegan and Natty have a shot against Chelsea and Piper? Feels like the winner will eventually wrestle Isla and Alba. If they ever get off the damn dark matches, yeah. But I think there's a real opportunity that uh, Natalia and Tegan could win those titles for sure. I mean, I think they'll get passed back and forth here and there. I think for me on this one, it's more so of I still want to see what there's left there with Chelsea and Piper. I feel like if you go to Natalia and Tegan, I don't know if I would. They have to do a little bit more convincing for me on that one. Uh, so Nick Aldis and Adam Pierce see each other. They need to chat. What do you think their chat's about? I don't know. <laughs> no, no <laughs> estimates, no guesses, anything. I let Maybe you study. down on that one, huh? I was just yeah, like, I don't know. Talk, thank you, talking head that we pay to be here. Uh, hey, I talking. do my job. I sit here and I nod. <laughs> just yes. kidding. That would be um, if I was on the bump or something. If I had to throw something out there, yeah, they nod a lot on the bump. Yeah. I know that's why I said I was just going to start nodding up and down. Oh, man. All right. Well, where can we go with this? Here's here's what I would like for this. I would Splitting like the tag this- titles, maybe. Yeah, someone suggested that on the Super Chats, right? I would like it if they came up with something where they could maybe swap some talent around. Maybe. I, I mean, we just came off of the draft. I know. But you people are here. So maybe we can be like, hey. Let's do something here. Let's not forget that he was trying to scout Caden and Katana that one time. And did they just yeah. tease us a little bit there? But yeah, maybe the tag teams. That'll be my answer. Just so I won't nod. CC says, Sean, do you know uh, who will win that men's tag team turmoil? I'd be lying if I said I didn't want DIY to win. I would love for DIY to win. I think that that would be great. It would help launch them an awful lot. It it would. That's that's who I think should win that. Um. We got Ivar. Uh, he wants Bronson Reed next week. Reed accepts and says, you're not a warrior. Look how you dress. You're a cosplayer. I like this. This is good. I can't wait to see this match, too. Nakamura oh. defeated Chad Gable. This was fun. Gable is really good. Uh, what, what did you think of this match, Denise? I liked it. And I will say this, like when it comes to Chad Gable, there's absolutely no matches that he's in that suck ever. Uh, but... Like, I don't think it's, I don't think it's to anybody's surprise that right now I'm kind of hoping for them to really spark up the story with Shinsuke Nakamura. You know how I've been feeling about it and I haven't feel, been feeling much about it. And I really want them to just liven it up a whole lot more than what we're going with. But I will tell you, this Chad Gable, Shinsuke Nakamura match, we're cons- was last week Shinsuke Nakamura's match too was also really good. So I feel like now we're getting a nice little string of decent matches. I like that. And I'm happy they actually gave it a good amount of time. It was like over 10 minutes long, which I appreciated. And Chad Gable's a gem, man. He's the one that you can put in there with just about anybody. And you're going to have some really great work to watch. Nick and Adam, we're talking about who the best NWA champion was. Very clever. Uh, <laughs> Tyrus is a Tyrus. Are we voting for him? Oh boy. So, um, lots of super chats about Nakamura. Call me crazy says if Shinsuke does this open challenge at Survivor Series, who is more likely, Okada or Punk? This is hypothetical, so don't take it too seriously. Uh, Punk would be more likely than Okada because Okada is under contract. 
Uh, and Hushes says, another Shinsuke promo. Who's he talking about? Jonathan Corona says, everybody's saying Shinsuke versus Punk at Survivor Series. This point is annoying. With Punk now, I see it, it happening. Uh, but how about Shinsuke versus Okada instead? It ain't going to be Okada. It is not going to be Okada. I asked today, the same higher up that I talked to after Fastlane, I said, has WWE stance on CM Punk changed as of Saturday? They said, no, sir. Again, I want to make this abundantly clear for people who are too stupid to read or listen. This is what WWE, as a company, is telling me when I ask them. This is not a janitor. It is not a wrestler. It is a WWE higher-up in an official capacity telling me this. This is what they are claiming. I do not have CM Punk's travel itinerary. They brought in Dakota Kai one day before SummerSlam last year. It's pro wrestling. Superstar Billy Graham accused Vince McMahon of a lot of crazy shit, and they put him in the Hall of Fame and did a documentary on him. Anything in wrestling can happen. WWE's claim to me, to talent, is no for Survivor Series. CM Punk's claim to his own friends is no for Survivor Series. Do I think some fences are in the works of being mended? Possibly. However, I don't know if that means Punk to WWE, but right now the line from WWE is no. So you're saying there's a chance. There's always a chance. (laughs) I was just trolling you, Sean. (laughs) There's always a chance. (laughs) Call Me Crazy says, discussing the troublesome CM Punk. Maybe. William Dyson says, big fan of the superstar facts like they did to Gable. I noticed them for a couple of weeks now. Nice new wrinkle. So, Nakamura, yeah, and I love those. I think those are great. Nakamura did do another promo digitally, and he's like, where are you? I'm looking for a fight. How long do I need to wait? And, of course, people are speculating CM Punk. But why on earth? But keep, keep in mind, he's been feuding with the Alpha Academy for a month. Why would they do that in a digital segment if CM Punk were answering his challenge? I also just don't think that if they were to bring CM Punk in, that this would be the feud they would have them starting in. I feel like there are at least 20 other places that you could start if CM Punk was coming in. I can't imagine that this would be the first pitch. Well, you know what? No matter where you are, no matter where you're getting started, whether it's Japan or Chicago, NordVPN can help. Buying pay-per-views on NordVPN.com slash Fightful is going to enhance your pay-per-view buying process. Now, one subscription to NordVPN has so many different benefits, but if you're a big pay-per-view buyer like myself, UFC, boxing, pro wrestling, all that good stuff, (laughs) any combination of the three, if they're doing a fight circus or something like that, this subscription will pay for itself after one or two pay-per-view buys. Change your virtual location, pay for it at the prices that other people are paying for it in the UK, in Australia, etc., etc. And you can get different interfaces. Maybe you don't like Peacock and you want to check out the WWE Network the way that it used to be, the way that it was designed to be, the easy navigation, so on and so forth. Maybe you want to watch AEW without commercials. 
Maybe there's some other overseas services that you can't subscribe to and you want access to them. NordVPN.com slash Fightful gives you that with a great deal and a 30-day money-back guarantee. Even better, 24-7 tech support. So if you have trouble navigating any of it, they can help you out. Fastest VPN on the planet, NordVPN.com slash Fightful. Check it out, guys, especially for shows like this weekend. This past weekend, AW Full Gear, you could have got that at a much more discounted rate. Uh, if you missed the old WWE Network, you can watch uh, Survivor Series on that. Call Me Crazy says Brock Lesnar versus Shinsuke. Uh, that would be kind of cool. They they actually have history with each other. They face each other in Japan years and years ago. I'm a Brock yeah. fan, so if I just heard the dun, dun, I'd be really excited. Yeah. Meet Normus says, want to wish you guys a happy Thanksgiving. Thankful for the wrestling five days a week. WWE without Vince and the best $5 in the business. Meet forever. I Yeah, I am very happy for WWE without Vince. Uh, more so than, than ever. We had a Drew McIntyre promo. He basically said, I'm not in Judgment Day, but I am going to help them because Rhea Ripley gave me something that I've wanted for a long time. Jay Uso in a cage. I thought this made an incredible amount of sense. Drew McIntyre has never forgotten who cost him the most important thing in the company. And Drew McIntyre still being bothered by this over a year later makes the title that Roman Reigns holds seem even more important because Drew McIntyre is still pissed about it. He's not forgetting it. And what I love is the fact that because Drew didn't forget it, Jay is also now not forgetting the things that he's done to other people. We'll get back to that. Will Chisholm says, Drew's promos remind me of 97 Hitman when he said, y'all don't like me. My real fans know I've never changed. He hasn't done anything particularly bad. He has wronged the people that have wronged him. I... He has points, Denise. I've been saying this since the first time that this started happening with Drew McIntyre. I don't disagree with him, although I will say something funny, though. Or rather, not funny, but I'm going to point something out, though. He's still mad about this whole situation, right? Yet, after Clash of the Castle, he was not mad enough to do a whole-ass karaoke singing. So, there. There's that. That I haven't forgotten that. That is a very good point. That is a very, very good point. It's like, I'm going to stop being mad for a couple of minutes and then I'll be mad about this months and months later. But no, for real, in all seriousness, I think that Drew McIntyre right now, this is exactly what we needed because we were way too familiar with the exact same version of Drew McIntyre that we were getting for months and months. And I feel like Drew McIntyre, he doesn't grow on trees. Drew McIntyre's do not grow right. on trees. And Drew McIntyre needs to not be a stale act on the show, but rather an act that you look forward to each and every single week. Because again, he does not grow on trees. And so I really like what they're doing right now, at least what we've gotten so far. Uh, I loved how angry and how mad he looked in this promo. And not like fake, I'm mad and I'm going to be like, Ugh. you know, not that kind of man, but I can actually buy it angry and pissed that's what i liked most so and i will say this too there was another thing 
when he mentioned the Rhea part, the one where he said that Rhea gave him something, <laughs> I thought he should have sold that pause a little bit more because I think everybody's <laughs> brain quickly went into a very, very, maybe not so great direction. I minded, unfortunately. We're not perverts, Denise. We're not perverts. Okay, I'm Denise. sorry. I'm a pervert, and I thought it. And so I think he should have sold the little, the little pause just a little bit longer because I thought that was kind of funny. Jonathan Corona says, all I'm saying is Survivor Series is a lot. Well, we got a big build here. Because both teams end up coming out. Jay Uso came out as well. But Adam Pierce had to break it up. And he was like, nope, you guys can do this at Survivor Series. And uh and you you can you're gonna have to make a decision on who's gonna represent who in the advantage match. And also, uh, I'm gonna need to know who your fifth member is tonight by the end of the night. So it is later decided it's gonna be Drew and Jay which, you know, helps helps add to that. Albert Pont says, wasn't it Solo that cost Drew the match at Clash? He groups all of them in together <laughs> at this point. He he hasn't forgotten all the... I mean, Jay did a lot of stuff to him along the way. But um, Joel Wood says, think there's anything to the fact that Drew is on the poster for Bash at the Berlin next year, months after his deal expires? No, Deanna Perrazzo is on a bunch of TNA posters, and she is not contracted through the time where Impact is supposed to be TNA. So, no, not yet. Um, there are multiple people on those posters that I think probably don't have deals as of right now. But, guys, get your thumbs ups uh, here. It helps us out a lot. Get your super chats. Get your humper chats in. Uh, Jonathan Corona says, waiting, or WWE giving us heel Drew, waiting for the broken dreams theme. I think they'll break that out when appropriate, but I think as a heel is is pretty appropriate as well. But, we had the Drew McIntyre and Jay match, and Drew wins, but the story of this is the end. It is Cody saying, hey, guys, don't worry. I got this. Like, I know you want to call people from SmackDown, but it's okay. And the SmackDown options fall through. There's there's no help there for, for Seth Rollins and, and Sammy. But Cody's like, yeah, my guy got back. We're good. And Cody never outright says the name, but the crowd is chanting Randy. He says Apex Predator. He says Legacy, all that stuff. It's Randy Orton, as reported by FightfulSelect.com. Best $5 in the business. Subscribe. Uh, it helps out so much whenever you do that. It's all people saying, well, it's obvious. Yeah, we, we, we reported it. We said it's planned for war games. It's been planned for two months. Actually, as far back as September, they had targeted Drew McIntyre's heel turn, Randy Orton, uh, Denise, Randy Orton returning after over a year and a half. Jay Uso did not look thrilled. They didn't lean into it too heavily. But the last time we saw Jay Uso, he and his brother were beating Riddle and Randy Orton and putting him out of action for a year and a half, Denise. Yeah, Jey Uso gave us a little bit of a stank face. He was like, that was the shot that we got of him. Uh, dang, I got to say, I mean, it was kind of exciting the way that they uh, did it in the sense that Cody made it very uh, obvious for today. I mean, I'm not talking about us 
predicting already that it was going to be Randy. You reported it. All that aside, the way that they presented it today on Raw with Cody basically saying he's going to call a friend. I thought that was a nice little way to do that. And then finally coming out and saying it. And everybody was very excited. For a second, I thought that Randy was going to like magically appear for some reason. (laughs) And so I was waiting for the end of Raw. I don't know why I was expecting him just to like magically appear. But I'm like, okay, it makes sense that he wouldn't be there because they just called him. So in the storyline purpose, storyline he probably shouldn't be there, but for like just regular old me watching Raw, I was technically waiting for Randy Orton to just again magically appear out of nowhere. And so uh, I'm excited because it's been such a long time since we've seen Randy that I didn't even realize how long it had been. It just felt like psh, all this time went by, but yet I still have such a you know vivid memory of everything that he was doing with RK Bro that it feels kind of weird that we're not going to get that anymore because that was a... A lovable act. I loved seeing Matt Riddle and Randy Orton together on the show. That was very enjoyable. So it is weird that we're coming into this now and like that whole element is gone. And it's just crazy how fast things happen in pro wrestling with people being gone, people not being gone, everything, just how fast everything changes. And even just that fact that you mentioned the other day blew my mind about Randy Orton coming in with Vince gone and this being the first time that Triple H is booking his creative. Like, that was just within itself should kind of show how fast the wrestling landscape just moves. It does. It does. And we don't know what Randy's going to look like. We don't know what kind of offense he can do. We know that his doctors told him to retire and he said, hit the bricks, (laughs) uh, back fusion for a guy who does an RKO. That'll be interesting. Call me crazy, says, what if Cody called Brock instead of Randy? Oh, boy. I mean, listen. Like, he he did not say out loud Randy Orton. He does have a legacy with Brock Lesnar. Brock Lesnar is an apex predator. (laughs) There's always the possibility, right? We're going to look like goofs, Sean. All of us out here thinking Randy Orton and then it's not Randy Orton. We're going to look dumbass fudge. Fudge. Do you think think Randy will RKO Rhea? Yes, at some point. Ella J says one question. I forgot about that. Him RKOing Rhea, that would be phenomenal. Uh, Broadway Joe says, did you see the rumbling on X today saying WWE offered Osprey half of what TK offered? Any truth to that, Sean? No, absolutely not. That is absolutely not true. Uh, I happen to know that WWE made him a very, very good offer. Uh, I don't where where did that even come from, guys? Like I'm I'm begging for some media literacy, screaming for it. Stop believing any weirdo on Twitter with no track record, please. There was literally an account the other day that said, "Oh, they're revealing the signing on the pre-show." Oh, and then that same person posted a very clearly trollish tweet about Swerve the next day, and both of them got traction. When one of them was an outright lie. Stop it. Stop buying into this trollish bullshit. Stop it. Ella J says, one question for Sean. Why? Viper emoji. Why not? RS says, summer of 97, Brett is the best booking WWE has ever had. Shocking shout. No, I ain't shouting out that person. They can kiss my ass. Uh, RS says, will Randy get a bigger pop in Chicago than Phil? 
first note of Randy's song is why the theme music is so key. No, CM Punk would get a bigger reaction in Chicago. I I, I love Randy, but it's yeah. Uh, Rock Hard Joel Wood says the little thing I noticed is the camera zoomed on Jay's face when Cody started talking. He looked nervous because he knows Randy's last appearance in WWE was him getting his ass beat by the bloodline. Yes, exactly. Uh, Jay Uso is very aware of the things that he has done. Uh, Will Chisholm says Jay Uso's face told it all. We know Randy won't forget. KW says Jay did not look thrilled. Yep. Yep. Call me crazy says, did Riddle getting fired change the Randy plans? No, um, they they had set those plans by the time Riddle got fired. And I think that by the time Riddle got fired, they, were, they weren't going to go back to that anyway. Is Randy enough to tame the CM Punk chance? Yeah, I think so. When's the last time CM Punk chance, chance have happened in WWE? It's been years. It's been years. Although we did have some at full gear. There you go. K775 says, were you surprised they didn't bring Randy out tonight in front of the live crowd? I'm not because they didn't tease anything about a fifth member until tonight. So nobody bought their tickets expecting to see Randy. But what they can do now is watch the pay-per-view expecting to see Randy. Tim says, is it me or did Jay look upset that Randy's on the team? Uh, he almost surely, it was almost surely on the background. Uh, okay, listen, uh, Tim, that one. It says he was almost surely one in the background offset the end. I mean, it's very clear that he was upset or bothered or concerned or something of that nature. Sheldon says, remember when Randy Orton was a sole survivor series member on 03, 04 and 05? Yeah, it was like a specialty then. It was a, it was a running thing. Like he dominated it. No gimmicks says, we just saw the first significant step towards heel Cody Rhodes. Randy is the Obi-Wan to Cody's Anakin. Paul Heyman is Palpatine. I don't think they are anywhere close to a heel Cody Rhodes right now. That man is so over as a baby face. He is selling ridiculous merch. I don't think it's anywhere near. Joel Wood says, funniest thing ever. People say Orton was obvious in the same breath, calling you a liar for ins insinuating punk wasn't the fifth man. I've heard it all. You can never listen. Save big on brunch for mom all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for one twenty nine each. Then get flavorful Tyson natural boneless chicken breasts for two forty nine a pound all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. It, you can do anything and somebody's going to whine about it. I had people telling me this weekend I was stupid and LA Knight was going to be the fifth man. Okay. <laughs> RS says, smart of WWE to not put Randy on TV against the Chiefs game, assuming Dre, Drew J ended early for time. That is correct. The women continue to get more segments. Who gets your head of creative for the year? Triple H, Sean, Tony, or someone else? Ooh. Um... I personally haven't decided, but... I would probably go. I think that Shawn Michaels has had the biggest task to overcome. So I am leaning a little bit towards Shawn right now at this moment because he was literally God. You know, he had to really yeah. make do with changes and people's uh, opinions of NXT once it changed. And people don't like change. And he had to go against that current. 
As of now, I got Sean, but these last six weeks are very, very important. J.M. Melagrito says, is Julia going to be the biggest free agent in 2024? Uh, as of right now, Drew and Becky are both free agents in 2024. D'Lo says, the five-on-five -five War Games match has so many Randy elements that honestly, I can say, would not be surprised if Orton costs his team. Uh, with Judgment Day, he has history with Jay and a lot of everyone in there uh, coexisting, which I love. So many elements. Oh, I would not be surprised if during the match or at the end of the match, Bam, RKO on Jay, and he leaves. It wouldn't shock me a one bit. Jonathan Corona wraps us up. Big thank you to Luis, our moderator. Uh, he says, do you guess who's back from Mexico? Me. Sean, question to ask, which theme song do you like the best between these stars? Sammy, Cody, Jay, or Seth? Ooh. Um, Cody's. Cody's is, I think Cody's is pretty special. Mine's they're a Sammy. All good. It's 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 a really good one too. I remember back when he beat Neville for the NXT title, and I was just so happy, and that music was playing. So good. Isaac says they posted a video of Nakamura after Raw, saying he's waiting and that he knows uh, that person. Uh, wonder who he's talking about. I'm trying to find out, guys. I promise. Uh, guys, check out our interview with Zoe this week. Denise is back here Saturday with Kate. Uh, for the Survivor Series post-show. I will be on a plane, but I'm going to try to stop in, give you guys some backstage news. Fightful Select has a bunch of stuff all week long. Denise, tell them where they can find you. YouTube.com slash Denise Salcedo. Go check that out. I have like a ridiculous amount of wrestling content that literally just went up, including all of the AEW full gear media scrums interviews with Chris Statlander Trinity and you name it. Uh, my Jacob Fatu interview is actually doing phenomenal, uh, way better than I expected. So give it some love. And that's youtube.com slash Denise Salcedo. Guys, I will be at WrestleCade this Friday and Saturday. Come say hi to me. I'll be doing interviews there. And then of course, black label pro, December 2nd. Donate to NAMI.org. Until next time, guys, we're out.